When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, good morning, Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha. Happy Friday, you guys. Happy Venus Day, the day of creativity, pleasure, resting, and fun. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to come up here. This is going to be a bonus episode because I, you know, I started working on the Moon series that I told you guys I wanted to talk about, but I felt like why, okay, why not start off with getting you guys really familiar with medical astrology? Cause that's basically what it's going to be. And, um, I, I believe I did an episode regarding, um, kind of like the start of it. Um, because most of my notes come from this book or, you know, like saying what the book says, but, you know, not as in detail so that it doesn't take forever. But um, it's from the book Astrology, Nutrition and Health. So this is like the basics of basically how nutrition and everything works in medical astrology. Right. But when I get to the point of like, I don't even know if it's going to be like the moon series necessarily, but just like living it's going to be a series of health, well, health, wellness <laughs> of, you know, really living and eating by our astrological makeup, right? I thought that would be amazing. Plus, it's kind of leading into, as I mentioned a lot, where the podcast is headed. Because again, like I've said a million times, um, but for the new people, just in case you, this is your first time here. Hey, what's up? Please stay with us, learn with us and have fun. Um, after the moon signs is over pretty much the rest of the planets there, there's just not enough to really talk about, especially, um, there is with like Venus and Mars. Like I have a few things with that and Mercury as well. But once we get out of the, you know, I would probably say like Mercury that pretty much has quite a bit a little bit to talk about more so in the retrograde aspect though um Venus and Mars but like after that it just starts getting into like I will say after Saturn it's more generational stuff so it's just it's not enough to carry on for like a whole season and um I'm more so focused on the personal planet so when I do get to um the outer planets it's probably going to be like quick like pretty quick same with everything else, because again, like I'm running out of the sexual aspect, except for Mars. I do have a sex book for Mars placements, and there is still some uh, sex play, uh, sex stuff for the erotic astrology. That luckily goes through like Moon and Venus, or Venus and Mars, or Mars, you know. So luckily that book will be used. But other than that, a lot of that stuff is like running out. And again, there's only so many times I can keep talking about um the signs like as an aspects of what it means and stuff. So I'm going to be taking this more into like the relationship slash kind of like wellness aspect, you know, of, of everything like mind, body, 
like soul kind of thing. So, and it's like going to coincide with something that I'm actually cooking up in a pot, but I'm not going to say anything yet. Cause I don't want anyone. And I'm not that you guys would, but you just never know who listens to this. And then next thing you know, you see your idea on social media. So I, I live by the, um, book, uh, law, uh, the laws of power. I don't like live by it, but one of the things that it said is move, not exactly like move in silence, but basically don't tell people what you're doing because a lot of people can end up sabotaging you. And so like, I've had that happen before where I say like, Oh, this is what I want to do. The next thing you know, someone that I told that to is doing exactly what I said because other people have, you know, everyone has different aspects of life. Maybe someone right now has the means or has more of the control and ideas and all that kind of stuff of making it happen faster than me. So I don't want to risk like that happening because this is basically where my nutrition coaching is going to be going hand in hand. And so it's a lot to work out the details and I can't wait when I actually get to do that. So I'm really excited and it's going to be a group thing. Um, Of course, I'll let you guys know if you want to be a part of it, but eventually a Facebook, a group like Facebook group and all this stuff, it's going to be like a private group and everything. It's all going to be, it's just, I'm excited. Just put it like that. So excited and so happy to, because this is what I'm passionate about is health, mental health, you know, astrology, all of that in one. And again, it's not, it has nothing to do with me prescribing anything because I'm not a doctor or nothing, but we're just going to be all, I'm going to be helping people within the group. Like we all can be support for each other, but I will be also messaging and uh, keeping track with you um, on a one-to-one basis where, you know, I can make sure that you're keeping, you know, you're, you're doing the thing and you, it's working for you. And if we need to tweak anything and all that good stuff, like a lot of follow-up and stuff like that. So I can't wait. And then speaking of that, you know, I, how I mentioned in earlier episodes that your girl is going to be going into the corporate America, going back to corporate America, like my life as a little housewife is like almost over. And so today I had an interview it sounded like it went well the way they said, um, but they said I have to have at a phone interview, then I have to have a interview on Zoom with a panel. And then they said that's like once that happens, they're going to take into account my phone interview, that interview, my resume. And then I have to have all these background checks and everything else. And then if I am the chosen one out of all the other candidates, I will be working. I will be like, and it's nice because it's a hybrid position, which I prayed to God for. And I told God, if this job is meant for me, please bless me with it. If it's not, I know he has something better. So, um, but I love what it stands for. It's all about giving back to the community, helping people, all of this wonderful, wonderful stuff that I live by. So, um, yeah, but if it's meant for me, it's meant for me. If it's not, it's not, I'm not going to be a sore loser. But they said if I do get the job because they understand that I have pre-practicum and they know I'm in school, my I will start April 1st. So just kind of a heads up that um, it's going to be like I'm pretty much going to have to put a schedule on the show to be able to still maintain consistency uh, because I will be in the office three times a week and then I'll be working from home twice a week and I have weekends off. So 
yeah, so that's going to be cool and interesting. And, you know, I would rather um, run my business, but I'm not, you know, like it's not there yet, obviously. And so um, that's why I'm starting in corporate America, because that way that'll give me a bigger range of a budget to play with to get things like going. And then eventually once I start getting stuff going, when I start making the money, then that's when I'm going to quit, especially when I get internship, I'm quitting because I want to focus on that. And I just want to make sure I like restore everything that I've like lost or went through. So yeah, so just a heads up and exciting somewhat. And I just want to also offer um, those of you who um, like crystals, my crystal shop on Etsy, Alari Sky Jewelry, uh, please go visit. I have a, I just put a, one of my best sellers that's been selling out every time that I put it up there. And that's a green apophyllite, but this time I have it in the 14 K gold. So this is beautiful. I actually just got a five-star rating from the last person who bought the green apophyllite, but that one was in silver. So I've had requests for it to go gold. So this time I went gold for it. So if you're interested, please visit Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy. That's A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E Jewelry. Um, I'm going to be putting some stuff up, more stuff up pretty soon. I actually just got done making pendants for the live show that's going to be happening with the crystal shop on this Monday. So um, this weekend I have to go drop it off to her and everything else, which I'm so excited. I'm really nervous. I've been selling on Facebook. I actually just sold a beautiful a stone on Facebook this week. So it's everything's been working out. It's like Etsy sells then me selling on, you know, um, Facebook. And then I'm thinking about opening up another platform for the home decor. I took those down and I decided to start selling them on Facebook to see how it works because they were not being seen in, um, on Etsy. So I think too many people are skeptical, which I don't blame them of like people selling fakes up there. So they don't trust, um, getting home decor stuff all the time up there. Um, so for now I'm going to try it on there and if not, I'm going to put it on another platform. If not, I guess I'll just keep them for myself. So anyway, um, let's go ahead and jump in. So I'm going to have to do this in a many different parts because if, if I didn't, this was going to be like a six hour, (laughs) a six hour podcast. Okay. So it's basically just like, the notes so that as we go along with, um, you know, learning how to eat for, you know, our astrological placements. And this isn't just about eating for sun signs. It's eating for whatever is in your personal placements. We have to encounter all of that. Okay. So basically here's how it starts. So, okay. What I wanted to focus on the most is um, the astrological polarities. I feel like in astrology, this is not talked about enough. And I don't blame anyone for this because really, I didn't even know about it until I got into medical astrology, but it explains a shit ton and not only just medical wise but for how we express these signs you guys personality wise everything so with that said the astral astrological polarities we all know is the opposition sign of the sign that is in said placement so 
example again. I am a Libra sun, of course, and my opposite sign is Aries, right? I like to call them the sisters because I feel like this really, um, it really shows how like related the two like polar opposites are, in my opinion. You're more, you're, 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 (laughs) I'm getting too excited, (laughs) but it's just like, you just express all of this stuff and it makes sense when I thought about it I had to really sit and reflect about it um and I was like you know that that that's about right you know that that is about right on how I do certain things or how I express certain things so astrological polarities a person can feel or express the sign opposite of their sun sign right? So again, me being a Libra, that that means like I'm all about, you know, balance, harmony, justice, you know, um, really a people like allowing myself to really make people happy and, you know, look at other people in ways I can help. But on the opposite side, there is an Aries, right? an Aries polarity, which is someone that is a leader and impulsive and a go-getter, a goal grinder, right? So when I look at that, I notice that, um, and I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to, I'm saying this right, but this is just what I feel. So don't take it. I'm not saying that Aries is like a negative, but this is just what it seems like to me. When I'm balanced and I'm good, I feel like I am, you know, expressing, you know, not only care for myself, but care for others, right? Allowing myself to take care of things that will benefit me in life, but also allow me, allow myself to care for others and what their needs are. Okay. So when I'm too far into the Libran aspect of the scale, I feel like I'm more focused on other people than I am myself. I don't feel fully balanced. I feel a little bit too pushovery. I'm too worried about not really asserting myself and people pleasing, right? But then if I'm too far over into the Aryan scale, that's when I make stupid decisions. I'm impulsive. I'm reckless. I'm impatient. I just get agitated very fast. I'm just, you know, I just don't feel like myself. And I feel like I start to kind of become like, I kind of have like this selfish mindset where it's like, well, I don't got time to worry about that. I got to worry about me. You know, that's when I'm a little bit expressing too much Aries. Now, again, as I mentioned in the beginning, when I am taking care of my goals taking care of myself and also able to help and take care of others and assert myself when things, you know, like assert my boundaries. That is when I feel whole. That is when I feel Zen. That is where I feel fucking balanced. Right. I think I'm jumping ahead, (laughs) but I'll give more examples and everything. And I'm going to explain, explain it a lot more. So let me go ahead. And so 
they give examples. It says an Aries that has um, experience experiences listening to others, not impulsive and not confident, and it, uh, is expressing Libra qualities. And if they have no stellium or moon in Libra. So if you were born on February 25th, for example, the Earth, Sun were aligned in the Pisces Virgo axis, right? Or polarity. Therefore, basic individuality incorporates characteristics of both signs, right? I'm going to read that again. If you were born on February 25th, the Earth and sun were aligned in the Pisces Virgo axis or polarity. Therefore, basic individuality incorporates characteristics of both signs. So I highly recommend for people to start reading their opposite sign to really know thyself. Meaning that, you know, again, if you are a Pisces sun, you need to also be reading a Virgo. Like just so you fully know yourself because I have met people and I and I know some people who are, let's say, a Pisces. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, Pisces is so compassionate. You know, they're they're very caring, loving. You know, they understand uh, people. They're not harsh. Da, da, da. But then. I've seen very like um, Virgoan-esque Pisces where they're critical sometimes, not maybe as hard and critical as a Virgo sun, but um, they're quite, um, you know, they, they do criticize a little bit. They do judge a little bit and all that stuff. They're very hardworking, detailed, overworked sometimes. Just like I've seen a Virgoan Pisces, Pisces person where the Virgo is, they still have a little bit of that like um, criticism and detailed, but they're, they're more, they have like this kind of like healing, soft energy about them. Very loving, very compassionate. You know, it, it's like, they just really, I don't know they're, they're, they're giving, they're helpful. They're, they're just very healing, put it like that. Um, and so that's them, you know, having that balance of the Virgo uh, Pisces axis, right? So this includes every planet in your natal chart is not just in one sign. So like I said at the beginning, this includes every placement regardless. So start reading like if you're learning about the natal chart and you're and you just figure you just found out you have a Venus sign and your Venus is in Aries, also read Venus in Libra. Right? Read both of them because you are pretty much made up of both. So that way, again, that's how you will truly know thyself. Okay, so when aligned with the earth is in a is in a sign. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with my handwriting, but I just really I sound like I'm illiterate because it's making me confused when I'm reading it. But when aligned with the earth is in a sign pair or polarity that embodies certain common characteristics of both signs, right? So they showed an example of basically like a little scale thing. So it has Aries on one end, Libra on the other, and then it has A, C, and B. So since you guys, of course, can't see the notes and see me, on this scale, A is first, 
right? That means you're full, you're just expressing full on Aries, you know, characteristics. C is in the middle, meaning you're fucking balanced between, you know, you're expressing both Aries and Libra. And B is on the end of Libra, meaning you're just fully expressing Libra. So person born as an Aries lives life as point A, realizes, oh my God, this stuff, uh, realizes being selfish isn't helping their social life. So moves to point B, now have great social life, but being walked on and then moves to see a balance of Aries leadership and learn compromise from Libra polarity. So you see that you see how at first the person, you know, they, they're not really making friends, right? They just, they're just living life. They don't give a fuck. That's the Aries motto. Pretty much. They don't give a damn about what other people say or think they live their life the way they want to live their life. So they weren't making friends, but so for them to make friends, they decide to walk onto the Libra access where now they have a great social life, like it said, but now they're just being fucking walked on all the time. So that wasn't working. So they decided to just move into the balance of C using Aries leadership, but also compromising through the Libra characteristics. So we pull from both signs to fit different situations. Isn't that amazing? Because it makes it makes fucking sense when you hear this. Like when I first read this book, I was like, holy shit, that is the truth. Especially I feel like when it comes to my Venus sign, my Venus and Mars sign in a way, um, even in my moon in a way, uh, and even my you know, just all of it, just all of it, bitch. <laughs> so frustrations happen when our free movement between the spectrum has been interfered with. So meaning that if you're if you're not in the C polarity on this spectrum, you're going to get frustrated because you can't be all of one or the other. You can't basically you can't be black and white because you're going to be good in one thing and then lack something on the other part of the scale, right? So they said sometimes when frustration becomes severe, the first sign of physical disease develops in the body in which will be centered in organs and processes that are symbolically related to the area, the area where the major frustration is occurring. So basically saying that, you know, like once you become like you notice being stressed, angry, frustrated, all that stuff, it's not good for our bodies, guys. We know this. But if we don't learn to deal slash fix with this, fix this, it becomes like really bad to the point of no return where the body will start showing signs of disease, right? And so depending on whatever that is that you're expressing, whatever that part of the body that that sign rules, you're going to start seeing, you know, some issues there, right? Pretty much. So frustration is related to experiencing tension from being pulled or pressured from conflicting directions, you know, meaning that like, you want to do this, but you're being pulled to do this. You're being pulled to do that and back, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And eventually, yeah, you're just like, ah, you know, you start getting stressed. You start getting moody. You start feeling like overwhelmed and all this kind of stuff. So it says can be detected from natal chart and transits, uh, transits planets in square aspects. So 
definitely when you're doing a natal chart reading or looking at your own natal chart, of course, look at um, areas that are squared. Like I know off the top of my head, I do have a squared moon um, and some other squares in there. So I need to look in that <laughs> um, to um, look at look and see like how that all relates. So oppositions need for compromise and squares um, tension from conflict are important factors in reading needle chart for potential health problems, right? Now, again, this isn't about diagnosing motherfuckers, right? We're not diagnosing people. We're just let, you know, we're just, if they want to know that, because for me, I, when I, when I was doing needle chart readings, um, I was doing them for free for a bit. Now I would only do that if somebody like acts like not diagnosed, but I would let them know if they're like, oh, can you tell me what transit or aspect or whatever is this and what it would do and stuff, then I would do it. But don't just go into a natal chart reading like, oh, you have a square in um, Pisces. Oh shit, your feet might be swollen. You know, your feet might swell up. You might have this kind of issue because that can scare people. So if they want to choose that, like offer that on your you know, your pricing and stuff. Cause I do, I'll, I'll be like, okay, I do a natal chart or I can also do a natal chart and also let you know, I don't really do like, I don't really diagnose like stuff, not diagnose, but tell people their health issues unless they like ask me to again. But I mean, I, I offer like how you, how I can look at your planets and tell you how well you digest and burn fat and calories and stuff like that. So that's what I offer. Um, but as far as the rest of that, I feel like it's a little bit beyond me because, um, someone I've done it before for someone where they had me look at their placements and tell me like, Oh, why is this happening? I was able to do that. And they were like, Oh my God, spot on. And then eventually I did it for free. Then eventually this person (laughs) felt entitled that I had to do that for everything. And it's not, it, it takes time. You guys, it takes a lot of time. And I was like, Eventually I was like, you're going to have to pay because this, this, you know, it takes time to really look at that. Cause I want to be thorough. I want to make sure I'm seeing what I'm seeing and getting this person right. And so they didn't want to pay cause they were entitled to me doing it for free. So I had to stop that. Know your worth. You know, that's part of the thing of people pleasing with me is that I would do a lot of stuff for free, but then when I need to make a little income off it or something, then it's like, Oh no, never mind. It's like, eh? but you had no problem doing it when it was free, but I get it. I get it. Anyways. (laughs) So it says this goes for every planet in the chart. Again, each have their own spectrum. It recommends that you have taken a class and know physiology and anatomy and lucky for yours. Truly. I took a physiology and anatomy AP class in my undergrad do I remember most of the shit that I learned? Not really, but I know the basics and I kind of understand some stuff and I still kind of read about it today, but it's just, if you don't know anything about the medical field, it's going to be very, very hard for you to really understand some things. So I'd recommend getting a book. I've, I have all kinds of anatomy and physiology books laying around my house. So, um, get yourself familiar so that you can understand or start looking things up. Like for me, the reason why I did this this way this time is because, I chose to really, I want to be thorough with you guys so that we can understand and learn together how this works so we can be successful when stuff starts getting serious and we put it into action. So, um, let's see. 
Um, so it says the signs and opposing signs are assigned to <clears throat> my my writing's terrible anatomically to the body regions, and each pair corresponds to some physical process that is essential to life. So here, this is where I'm going to go into the different polarities. I, this is where we go into detail about what these signs rule. And it's not just the fucking basic ass shit that we see in books where it's just like, oh, Aries rules the head. No, <laughs> it's way more detailed than that. So um, I don't know if you want to take notes um, for especially like have your natal chart out in front of you. Um, take notes a little bit about what it rules. You know, you don't have to be in detailed or anything, but I would highly recommend so that way you can go to your needle chart or after you're done, you can really, you know, digest and analyze what this all means for you. Okay. So Aries Libra, right? Anatomically, Aries rules the skull, brain and upper teeth and everything in the head except lower jaw. Libra rules belt area at navel level, kidneys, adrenal glands, and lumbar sacral vertebrae of the spine. Function of this pair is regulative. So I want you guys to write down that word. When the function of the pair, this is vital. This is where you really will understand like, yes, you can write down what, you know, Aries and Libra's like rules and anatomically and everything. But these key words here that I, under, I underline it, regulative, write that shit down. So I looked up, you know, regulative can mean a lot of things, right? They all pretty much mean the same thing, but sometimes it means something a little different in the medical terminology. So I chose to look up um, what it means in the medical terminology. So regulative, medical term to adjust a mechanism for accurate and proper functioning to maintain order. So basically like to maintain balance, right? Libra. So make sure you write that down. So this is a, um, yeah, this is a pretty good example of what is happening, but I'll give more. I want to get through this before, you know, like people start getting home and shit. So, um, the next one is the next pair is Taurus Scorpio. Anatomically Taurus rules the lower jaw and throat area, larynx, voice box, tonsils, upper cervical vertebrae, tongue, um, what does that say? Mouth? Oh my god, Tasha, what the fuck? Yeah, mouth, thyroid gland, Scorpio rules, organs and reproduction, large intestines, rectum, and men prostate gland. So physiologically, the sign pair has consumption through Taurus and eliminate through Scorpio region. So again, write down those words, consumption and elimination. So what this means is what the Taurus-Scorpio pair is. So Taurus rules the mouth, right? The lower jaw. What are we putting in our mouth? Food, right? When we eat and all that stuff happens, what does it come out of? The ass, the booty, right? Scorpio. So it's about adding things in and taking it out, you know, through the Scorpio region. And also I want to let you guys know, because it's not known a lot, Scorpio also rules the nose. Why do I say that? 
because it's a elimination. We get things out of our nose, right? Nose is part of the Scorpio, even though it's on the face. Nose, in my opinion, is also scorpionic because you're pulling snot and boogers and, you know, like making sure nothing gets up your nose, right? So just saying. Anyways, next one is Gemini and Sagittarius. So Gemini rules the respiratory tree, lungs, thoracic cavity, and diaphragm, trachea, which is the windpipe, arms, fingers to shoulder blades, and upper thoracic vertebrae. Sagittarius rules the hips and upper legs down to the knees and the sciatic nerve. So ph- physiological functions of, the, of these signs is distri- distri- distributive patterns of branching and termination of ramifying, ramifying, ramifying a structure such as nerve, that's Gemini. And I kind of went a little bit just to help people just because they don't understand. That. So termination, of course, what does that mean? End of life, kind of end of time, like kind of like a, a death, I guess you would say, obviously. And ramify is to split up into branches or constitute parts to send forth branches or extensions. Sagittarius. Um, did I mention that part yet? Okay. Yeah. So Sagittarius is a locomotive. So of course, what we know of locomotive and I, of course, made sure to make sure that means something different in medical terms, but it's pretty much the same thing. It's the active power of moving from place to place, progressive movement. So, you know, Sag basically is, you know, we move, it makes, it, it helps us to move. Like if you don't have legs, you're not fucking going nowhere. Sagittals of the legs, so it's about moving things through. So Gemini rules all the all the body's tubes, essential for moving essential body materials to the cells through various tubes, ruling the body's plumbing apparatus. Sagittarius again enables us to to move place to place. So Cancer and Capricorn, this pair is both structural and protective. Cancer remember I'm sorry remember to write down these words structural and protective right so cancer rules the upper abdomen upper portion of liver rules all bodies containers breasts stomach womb peritoneum membrane encompassing the abdominal cavity pleural sac surrounding thoracic cavity the pericardium, the surrounding heart and meninges, which are sacs surrounding the brain and spinal canal. Capricorn rules knees, skeleton, skin, both of which also structure, of which give structure of the body. Skin and internal membranes protect organs within. So you see how that works. Cancer is like the, you know, like protective aspect and Capricorn is the structure. Leo and Aquarius. Anatomically, Leo rules the heart and spinal vertebrae directly behind the heart. Aquarius rules the lower legs and ankles as well as oxidative process which which energizes the body. Physiologically, this sign is, and write these words down, circulatory and energizing in nature. Heart pumps blood, energizes everything within the body. Pair resemble. A pair is responsible for the basic chemical reaction that takes place in every cell of the body. 
oxidation, the combination of oxygen with glucose to produce energy. Okay, the last is Virgo and Pisces. So physiologically function of the sign is, are assimilative, write this down, assimilative, discriminate, discriminative, and isolative. Virgo rules lower abdominal cavity, includes lower liver, pancreas, gallbladder, and spleen. Materials essential to nutrition are sorted out and separated from non-digestible materials. Liver discriminates between uh, substances that are needed and those toxic to the body, right? Food is assimilated through the walls of small intestine. Pisces is also discriminative, assimilative, and isolative. It rules the lymphatic system, which is the body's defense against invading bacteria and viruses. While blood cells discriminate between normal body proteins, a foreign protein invaders, uh, uh, let me, white, white blood cells discriminate between normal body proteins and foreign protein invaders, then seek to assimilate the invaders by surrounding and isolating them. Pisces rules the feet, of course. So why polarities are important in medical astrology? So Often when an area of the body is diseased or operated on, the anatomical region symbolized by its opposite sign is also affected. So this is where I wanted to give an example because this pretty much happened to me. So in 2020, I went to the hospital for quite a a long time. Um, I first went uh, in for um, uh, aneurysm coiling which was the aneurysm was like in an artery that was, it's not in my neck. It was like at the base of my head, but kind of near more so of the bottom part of like kind of near the upper part of my neck, like somewhere around there, put it like that, like lower part of my skull actually. Right. That all went well. <laughs> okay. And then for some weird reason, you know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a very invasive thing. They just, I'll tell you about it because it, it all relates to what I'm talking about. They just basically go up a artery and then they put something up there. And it's not like I didn't have to get anything cut open. Okay, so that, w- that went well. And then by the next, I believe it was the next morning, my head hurt like living fuck. Like I couldn't stand light. It felt like a knife. It felt like an elephant with knives was just jumping on my fucking head. It hurt so bad. And, you know, I couldn't even drive myself. So when my mom had got home from work, she was like, I think you need to go back in and make sure, you know, everything is okay. And I'm glad she said this because if I would have never went in, I probably wouldn't be here right now. But they, they did, you know, imaging and they were like, oh, everything's fine in your head you know it's you know the coiling is there they were like you're, you're probably just feeling some normal pain because you, you just did have the procedure done yesterday but they were like you have blood clots in your lungs so we have to admit you and we have to immediately start you on blood thinners right also with that it's like I had some kind of like pneumonia kind of like stuff happening as as well I, I didn't I wasn't coughing or nothing but it just th- that's what happened I was immediately rushed in. Um, they, I had to stay at the hospital for like almost three weeks, I think like two and a half weeks to three weeks. 
to get that dissolved and to then that's when basically was my journey on blood thinners. But this is what happened. So they got that situated. I was on blood thinners. You know, luckily the clots were not huge, of course, because I would have been dead if it was. It was basically in my right lung, like basically starting some shit, right? Okay, so what did I just recently say about what rules the lungs is Gemini. And as this said, the reason why polarities are important because whatever body part that was diseased or operated on, its anatomical region symbolized by its opposite sign is also affected. So <laughs> when that happened, they figured it out. You know, everything was fine. I went home and then I'm like, oh yes, I was so happy. It was sunny. You know, just being in a hospital that long is very disheartening. I go for a walk. I can barely make it outside of my, like, past the gate, the, the neighbor's gate to my house. Because all of a sudden, my leg was fucked up, right? My whole leg, you know, I didn't even notice it. It was hard for me to move it. And then it would, like, get this really bad Charlie horse kind of feeling in it. And so next thing you know, the next day, my whole leg was swollen, like the knees, the thigh area, it was huge. So what is the opposing sign of Gemini? Sagittarius, right? Sagittarius rules the legs. And because of that reason, how they went through everything, it affected the Gemini area, which that was worked on. So then it affected the Sagittarius. So because of that, I had to end up getting a stent in my leg and all these antibiotics and stuff to basically, yeah. So that, that's, that's my example. I don't know if that's like, as you know, it's pretty accurate in my opinion, but that was my example. So that's why it's really important that, you know, both sides focus on the key words given of the pair meaning like when I would say Pisces and Virgo is assimilative discriminative and isolative focus on that also use that you like think of those think of those key words for chart interpretation not only just medical and nutritional astrology so that is the end of part one, you guys. I hope that was very helpful for you guys. And I hope it causes you to kind of like think and explore some things about yourself because it's very interesting. The next one is going to be about houses and how they work together. So that will be part two. I think part two will be houses. Part three will be the planets. And then part four will be aspects. And then we'll be jumping on into the full like nutritional aspects of how all of this comes together and works so I hope this was fun for you and of course I will be back soon with the Pisces sex and relationship it's coming quick coming to a close kind of quick so I want to make sure I have everything ready for you guys so I love you guys so so much again please check out Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy for um, beautiful crystal pendants that are made by yours truly. I make them with love and everything else and all the healing energies, magic and abundance. So take a, uh, take a look and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. You guys, I'll see you later. Bye.